right, welcome everybody to the first. This is like the first PI yeah. slash gambler podcast, which is and pretty. We exciting. did it with the best duo. We did it. Yeah, with the absolutely. Best duo. We're starting out we want strong. Want to make the most sense? Exactly. Exactly. We'll bring we'll bring the whole crew on eventually, but we got to get the two sane minds Thank that we're talking right now. So obviously, I'm Tony Jigsaw joined by the infamous Candace McLean. And Candace what? does so much, right? That people don't even know. You're like the silent assassin. Yeah, the Swiss Army knife of PI. <laughs> absolutely it's great i mean entertainment sports you name it you do it all yeah i mean i did the new i, I wrote an article one week about covid and philly philly closures yep. then did the, did the drafting then we say where you want to go and i'm like there's nowhere to go because we're home. <laughs> but this is what we got right now yeah. we're, we're quarantined in our own cribs and we got zoom and it's amazing it really is but the influencer still holds you down even even in the uh, quarantine we are here we haven't stopped we haven't stopped why people are kind of cutting back, we're just gaining steam, so which is amazing and amazing. And talking about gaining steam, NFL draft Thursday. Thank God, right? Thank God we yes. have something to look forward to. Yes, it has been amazing. And it really has. I just don't want to see Mel Kiper's face, but uh, I think we don't have to now. With the well, we'll probably see it from his basement or his home office or something. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see we're we're gonna see the the real Mel basically. Who knows? But it's um, gonna be it, it's gonna be different. What do you what do you expect? I mean, we came out with a great article. Uh, you 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 led it, which is great. Um, everybody has an opinion on affiliateinfluencer.com. But what do you like want to bring from it? What 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 are you expecting to be really good and expected to be really bad? Well, I just saw the Schefter tweet. I don't know if you saw what Schefter said that they no, did the mock they, they did the mock draft today. Well, the all thirty two hmm. teams, the first round, and the Bengals, the first pick of the draft was messed up. Um. <laughs> And so I was like, well, here you go. Like, but he said pretty much the Bengals didn't do anything wrong. They just made a delay, which was three minutes, a three minute delay for the whole round. And I'm just like, isn't that such like the Bengals to do everything right, but still get it wrong? Oh my God. What was because, it? What, what was the team the one year that kept skipping her pick? Was that Minnesota or Jacksonville? It was Minnesota. It was Minnesota. Oh, school. It's <laughs> crazy. Everybody was wondering what the hell was going on. It was Minnesota, but the Bengals pretty much didn't. From their end, it looks like the Bengals never picked today. Okay. Um, so it caused a two-and-a-half-minute delay, so they're just like, we got to figure it out. And there's, there's um, going to be a lot of technical difficulties. I mean, let's, sure. let's face it. I mean. Of sure. Of course. You know, it's, right? Of course. It's too many. 32 teams. The way they're trying to set it up, each gym has a cable feed, video feed into his house. He's connected to his own team in their multiple Zooms. Has to put it into the server for the NFL to actually do the pick. Um, so there's so many moving parts, and then Goodell is gonna Goodell is gonna read them the first round from his own home. That's weird, man. That's so. Uh, weird. Everybody gets the same amount of time. They're not they're not changing the time for for this. So it's the same amount of time you would get in the regular draft, but it's a lot. So I wonder, are they gonna do like prime time? You gotta have like Dion segment, like you know, like what are they gonna do? That's that's the curious part. Um, maybe they get some TikTok girls. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they gotta do some kind of entertainment. I, I, they have to. And I just, I'm, I'm here. I'm actually worried about the trade scenario because you know, like to yep. call in a trade, to negotiate a trade, you have to send to the office or the league office your own pick. Uh, obviously, I want the Eagles to trade up. So, like, I'm thinking, like, if you only get the same amount of time and the trades aren't, the trades gotta flow well. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that it, it actually makes me think that there's going to be a lot of trades before the draft. Only because it would make sense, right? I mean, yeah. obviously, you don't know the flow of the draft. And but you know what that... it would cost you to move up. Like, if I'm right. Ryan Roseman, I know what it cost me to go to San, San Fran's pick. I know what it cost me to move up to any pick yep. I want. You know, the structure. Yeah, then you can get it all done previous, you know, uh, you know, beforehand. You don't have to worry about the league office. So, uh, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. You mentioned you want the Eagles to move up. So let's get yeah. right into it, yeah. right? And and yeah. obviously you gotta be you, you, you gotta have C D Lamb in your sights, correct? I'm a C D Lamb truther. Like <laughs> I there's no package. I'm ready to do the Julio Jones trade. I don't I don't care. Like people people keep talking. You don't need that. Nowadays you don't need that kind of package anymore. No. compensation. But whatever they want, I pretty much do. Remember the so, the five, So he's the, that good. So yeah, you're all remember in. the fire festival guy who was prepared to do what it took to get the water? And he was gonna go go off to get the water. I'm prepared to do that. I'm I'm prepared to be the fire festival Netflix guy to do what it, it takes to get this guy. Yeah, he's he's the best receiver to draft to me. Like I I like Jerry Judy. He but he's the best receiver to draft. And so, so no rugs, no Judy. You're, this you're, is my you're, thing about rugs, and maybe you can come in. And yeah. Okay. There's a difference difference between a fast receiver and a number one receiver, and to sit there and move up for a guy you don't know can be number one. That's what, yep. um, you know, you can get John Ross real quick. You can oh. get, you know, Hollywood Brown, you know, he's a scheme, but he really didn't, you know, do much. And exactly. so you really have to say to yourself, is Ruggs a number one receiver or are you just taking a guy who's electric and fast? Because it's and, fast. Yep. And day. that's my thing. If, if, if you're going to give, even though it's not going to be a Julio Jones type pack, it's still no. going to be, you're still going to have to give up next year's first round pick, <laughs> in my opinion, right? So you got to get the 11. Or ten because the Jets are up there, Oakland's up there. They all need receivers. So if you really want that guy, got to move up. And my, my 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 fear is, is it too much? And and I you know you look at the last four or five years and what receiver is Lamb the guy who's going to come in here and give you eighty five catches yes. and thirteen hundred yards? Is yes. he that guy? He he is, but the rest of them aren't. I mean, I I've, I obviously I shout out to the PI team. There's a, two writers you already know that's really on this Jefferson train. He is not No. It. This is Jordan Matthews with better hands. And he has more speed than Jordan. But, like, he is not a number one. He is no. not a number one. And are we sitting here talking about taking a non-number one receiver in the first round? I don't want any parts of that. I like playmakers. I'm not saying Jefferson is not – he's not a bum. But I don't need any more of these slot guys who we think can go outside. We shipped that experiment to Oakland already. With Aguilar, I I'm not interested in it. And, and you know, from a team standpoint, I want to have two different types of liquor on Thursday: the dark and the real dark. Because to sit here and you obviously jump in, we're sitting here talking about we we are in receiver poverty. We're in receiver poverty after drafting a receiver at number two last year in the second round. Yes. So like, I can't get it wrong with Jefferson. I'm no shade to Jefferson, and he's rugs picks but i cannot get it wrong i can't be sitting here waiting for jj or sega white side like we're sitting here in receiver poverty after taking one last year in the top top two rounds right i'm not interested take the and, short and, thing and, right and that's my issue we we, we can't afford to miss no. we can't afford to miss so so i i got a lot of heat last night and i love this because oh, thought, you know, know. And right you, you it's know all saying, good right? right it's all good and, and, and people bring heat it's okay i don't mind listen my whole thing is Opinions versus takes. That's this one. So, why does every opinion have to be a take? In my opinion, it doesn't. Like, mm. I have an opinion, right? And, and my opinion is let me ask you 
obviously we agree. Lamb is 100% the best receiver in the draft. Nobody else, in my opinion, is good enough. Thank so you. if you cannot get one of those top guys. Him or Judy. Right? Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. And Judy right? Jefferson is, is what you yeah. have just maybe a little bit better, in my opinion. It, yeah, it, pretty much. You don't much. want him. Right? So if, if Minnesota, Minnesota, if Cleveland comes to you, or you go to Cleveland, and they say, listen, you know, whether it be 21, whether you move back in a draft, because I still think if you have an opportunity to, to bolster the offensive line, and if you cannot get one of these two guys, I say you move back and, and, and you get a guy like Ruiz, who is the best center out of Michigan, in my opinion, best center in the draft. You, right? I, I know. My, brother, I know no, my, bro- my brother's a Michigan fan, so he, he's, he's probably going to grin watching this. Right, yeah, right. Well, yeah. it, but, but he, he did the same it, thing to my, me. I mean, he's the best it, center Jason Kelsey yeah. has what, what left? One more year? Tops, yeah, in the right? same Milo, the same Milo situation with saying he's going to switch to center. I'm not with that at all. He's not. Yeah, I'm, not listen, I want a true yeah. center, right? Okay. He's, you know, I want a true guy. But my thing is, if you can't do that, and if 21, just one, 100, just 21, and Alshon gets you Odell Beckham Jr. Is do you do the deal? And I know people are saying it's too high. I'm just looking at it from a pure stat standpoint, a pure polish standpoint. I think Odell comes in here, and, and he from day one, he produces. I know he has bad. I, I do that trade in a heartbeat. There's nobody at 21 but an Odell Beckham. And that's this how you have to point. see. This is how you have to see a talent. Yep. Once the two guys are gone, and you like the two guys, be two, you got obviously uh, Liam and Judy, people arguably. Once they're gone, the only incentive that they have is a youth in the contract numbers, right? Because you're going to have a rookie contract, and they're young as hell. Yes. After that, and you move into the number, another, second tier receivers, in my opinion, people have the others near them, like, you know, Rhaegar, and they're deluding themselves. Yeah, uh, exactly. About Mims, another delusion. Once those two are gone, the main two, the talent at 21, right now, Odell Beckham would be the, uh, a top five pick in this draft. Exactly. And that's what you have to look at. You have to look at what that, and I, keep, and I argue with this all the time, and I, I don't think people understand. When you're trading, a top pick, whether it be 20, whether it be 10, whether it be five, you have to look at who you're getting back. And for me, 21 is not a top that's 10 nothing. pick. That's, 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 that's a later on. Later on right. later, yeah, but beyond so, the middle. Odell beyond comes the in here from day one and produces, right? The only question about young. Odell is health, right? He's that's still it. And he's still young. He's not. Yeah, he's not 30 years old. Yeah, he's still young. It's crazy. He's better than Mims. He's better than Rager. He's better than what you get for Jefferson. He's better than. Any other project receiver, people are trying to tell us it's good enough, which, which they aren't. Exactly. And, 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 I, don't, and I don't trust this receiver coaching staff to, to take a MIMS. We don't need a project. We don't have a staff <laughs> to build you. us a project, right? We don't Thank have you. that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We I need mean, somebody to come in right now and do the job. Let's not, let's not make Carson Wentz Donovan McNabb. Let's not – make him a guy who has nobody to throw to. And, that, and that's my point. Get your guy. And if you can't get your guy, I think it, it, it's well beyond reasonable to say that we can get somebody else. Like, oh, I'm, I'm telling you, 21 I took, for I OBJ, Odell, right, right, right now, I would, I would run to no one over Carol way. Like, what do y'all want to do? Like, he, he needs to get picked up where? I'll go put the mask on in the car. Break quarantine to go get this guy from the airport. It, I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And honestly, like, if those two receivers are gone, I'm, I'm good on receivers at that point. Like, if we're not going to do the trade for Odell, 
Then we need to look at other positions. Yep. If those two receivers are gone, look at the best cornerbacks on the board if they're worth 21. Look in the trenches and see, like, at 21, pass rusher offensive lines available or move back. I'm, I'm yeah. fine moving back. If those two Me are too. gone, I'm fine moving back. Uh, and, you know, and, you know, like – um, part of me, a part of me, which I know the Eagles won't do, is sit there at twenty-one and take a linebacker. But they won't do it. But they I, won't I, I do would, it. I would. But like, I'm watching all these good defenses, and you get a you get a Kenneth Murray at twenty-one. Patrick Queen might be still there. You set up. You set a linebacker for. Remember what it was like when you had like tried. You set for linebacker. And you just have to worry about linebacker. And it, as much exactly. as we don't value it, we play nickel so much we don't value it. But. That's an eraser right there if you can get a good middle linebacker. But, but you know, you know what's crazy is what you just said. We don't value it, right? But for some reason, we don't value – we never valued linebacker. We never value wide receiver. But if you look at the Andy Reid era, let's go back to the Andy Reid era, and he mm-hmm. never valued wide receiver. But when we got T.O., it was – Thank oh, you. Right? When we Thank got you. Jeremiah Trotter, it was Sorry, like, we're back wow. to Super Bowl playoff. Yeah, and even, and even obviously valuing, you know, Braden wasn't like excellent, but he was good. And, yes. we, and when, we, when we shored that up – we stopped doing like you know Casey Matthews Ugh. and all these and Brian Rolls and all these random Jamar Chaneys and we and we yeah. for decades and we finally got a real linebacker and enough a stable one in Brad and we went to the Super Bowl like that exactly. matters in this wide nine gap filling defense. That's what. And I so if you could get Kenneth Murray, I would rather take Kenneth Murray at twenty one than Mims. Is what I'm saying. If we're gonna if we have to pick, if we're not gonna move back, I would rather take an eraser middle linebacker than take these projects. With Rhaegar, with Mims, anything. See, I, I really think my, 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 my last conclusion here is I think they don't move up. I don't think they get Lamb, and I think they move back. That My prediction is they're going to move back, and everybody's going to be pissed off, and everybody's going to be flipping out, but I think they're going to move back. Oh, that's when I go to that, my dark – I'm going to my dark liquor. I'm going – like, don't even – no, if they're gone, then they move back, I'm fine with it. If it was, if we're accessible to get to move up to get them, there's no reason why you shouldn't move up. If he falls to 12, 10, 12, 13, you can't tell me not to move up. See, I, I don't think there, there's no way he passes Oakland at 12. I, it, there's it, a way. Oakland has so many holes. Yeah, but <sighs> they have so many issues. The Jets are 11, right? You got the Jets at 11. Mm-hmm. Or, right? And if you have the Jets at 11, I, I, I mean, you look at the Jets. There's, but they have so many. So there's there's Chase and there's so many other value picks there, and of course Judy is probably gonna come out before him. I I listen. I hope you're, you're right. You're gonna have you're gonna have people like you know Miami who's looking for a quarterback, Detroit needs a quarterback. This whole thing is gonna get real funny if you're sitting there about people moving up. The so Lions, where so, so you speak quarterback? So where where's two go? So if you had your best guess, who's got, who, who? Where's two go? Well, you know. I, I, I know what my Miami, Miami people say because, of course, they want, they want them. Like, every time I tweet about the Hurricanes, talk about – I'm not a Dolphins reporter. I cover the current Hurricanes. <laughs> but it, it made any sense, the Chargers would go up and get them. That's what I think. I think you, I think that's San Diego's pick. I do. Because, I mean, they have the receiving core. I don't know what they're going to do about running back. But nah. they have the receiving core and, you know, people who can just get – they could win, not the division, of course, because the Chiefs. But they could be competitive. There's two extra slots in the playoffs now. They could be competitive in the AFC if they get to a yeah, Allen so. and everything else. And 
Henry, Henry, like they, they can be competitive. So, and I, I know there's a lot of knock. They talk about his size. They talk about you know the hip injury is really bad, and, and and the medical records are kind of inconclusive. They can't really go and, and look at the eye test because everything's virtual now. But I mean, when you have a guy, in my opinion, is that's kind of special. I mean, listen, everybody, everybody talked about Kyler Murray last year too about his size, right? And I know you bring it to the Russell Wilson effect, but not everybody's Russell Wilson. But not still, everybody, no. Right? But this kid is a natural athlete. He's a natural athlete. I mean, at the end of the day, athleticism always prevails, in my opinion, especially when we talk about the quarterback position. I'm going to say something crazy right now that I've been saying for a long time. Two is better than Burrow. Uh, to me. I, listen, I don't disagree with you. Two at is, all. Like, two is better than Burrow. And, and obviously, Burrow's going to be the number one pick more than likely. Cincinnati hasn't talked to anybody else, and he said that, you know, that's over. But two is going to have a better NFL career than, than Burrow to me. Oh, that's, I like that. I like that. That's, that's, that's a done deal. And quite honestly, Tua will have the added advantage of not going to Cincinnati. Well, that's a huge advantage. <laughs> like, that's a huge if, advantage. You can, if you're Tua, you're going to San Diego or Miami even with De- Devontae Parker. I mean, Adrian Green was nothing to do with Cincinnati. John Ross, oh. another project. Yep. I mean, they, I mean they, they have a good core, but – it's funny. We both say San Diego. We still call him San Diego. I love it. Yeah, but I mean, I cannot get out of calling him San Diego. Yeah. Once you saw San Diego wasn't in the market for the quarterbacks, like when Cam Newton's out here and they're not calling anybody, you know they're going to draft somebody. So what? 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 Cam Newton? How does he not go to New England? I just, I, 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 I cannot see him not going to New England. Listen, let me tell you something. It takes a tall stretch to get black people to go to the, to the cold. <laughs> I love it. Just saying that uh, for, for for the culture, it takes a long. Like as soon as Shady went to Buffalo, I was everybody was like, "Good luck," and even he was like, "Man, look." <laughs> it takes a long stretch. Winners in the Northeast is hard. Winners in like us, Boston, like in New England, that's hard. That's hard. That's a hard trick. I don't know if Cam Newton, Florida, with the college at Auburn, like he's not gonna. He plays in Carolina. It's not really that crazy weather. Wants to go to the New England. Yeah, I don't but know, you know, here's the thing: you look around, and where else does he go? That's where else does Cam go? There's, there's, I mean, he, there's no way you didn't tell me Cam would be back up. No I, way. I think, no, he's not going to do it. Him and Jameis, and Jameis is different because Jameis is a straight up bum. Yeah, but know. you know, um, they're going to have to wait for training camp after the draft and hope somebody gets not hope, but wait for somebody to get hurt. That's a that's an NLB all of it. That's crazy. That's crazy. I it just it, it crazy to me to just see. I mean, even like Washington, you know, you mean to tell me that Washington's going to Dwayne Haskins? Are they really yeah, going to roll with them, Haskins? I, I, look at Jacksonville, Gardner Minshew. Oh, I, I, listen. Like it's a lot of teams. You're just like okay, like okay. Yeah, they're, uh, they're they're rolling with oh, with a lot of luck, man. They really are. And it's funny you mentioned Jacksonville. We got to get in the Leonard Fournette because you know I love Leonard Fournette. Oh yeah, and, you got. I do, and and I just I know he's had a lot of baggage, and it's just not working in Jacksonville. And obviously, he wants to be traded, and yeah. it just has been going on. I keep looking at Tampa Bay, and I keep looking at Tampa Bay because I thought that's where Melvin Gordon was going to go. I thought for sure Melvin Gordon was going to Tampa Bay. No way Bruce Arians is rolling with Ronald Jones, at, you know, or Peyton yeah. Barber. There's no way. So I could see. Could you imagine Leonard Fournette going to Tampa Bay? And now you have t- – you, you know, that line, they need to rebuild that line. He still need yeah, to rebuild you saw, that line. You saw that, that was my big 
Uh, they got bigger problems. You know, what would you give up for? What would they have to give up? I don't think they'd have to give up a lot. It's a running back, right? And he's we, not, he's they're, not they're making like that a much. Three year, a three-year project now. Yeah, his, his number this year is like $4, $4 million, which is nothing. It's, it's not a lot, you know? Um, but if you're Tampa Bay, why would you not just sit there and take DeAndre Swift or somebody? Well, you could. But, but, that, but my thing is, you know what? Ronald Jones, every year he comes in, ah, is he going to get caught? Is he going to stay? I mean, you don't need to keep Barber and Jones. You can build no, this whole thing and take it to DeAndre Swift and trade for Leonard Fournette. And maybe you sign a bodyguard, Jason Peters, on a one-year deal out there to get a veteran guy on the line. And, I mean, now, now you're actually building something out there. I, I can see it happening. But it was also like if I'm Tampa Bay, I got old Tom Brady. Yeah. Statue Tom Brady. I'm taking an offensive line in my first round. You and I'm going to take – I'll take – I can take Dobbins in the second round, Ohio State, and I'll be fine. You know, you are right because, I mean, running backs, now you can come in as a rookie and, and make noise. Straight yeah. off the bat. We're not even sure running backs are going to be in the first round right now. Isn't that crazy? I, so that's I what mean, I'm saying. Because like, Tampa, <sighs> Tampa can move up in a second if they really need it. They could take, the, take offensive and linemen and get the first number one running back in the draft if they played the second round right. You know, it's funny. It, it's funny. I, I, I keep saying this about – and I, I'm not going to get on a cowboy talk here, but I keep Go saying how disrespected Dak got because how do you sign Zeke? Get your you money, King. Dak, if you're listening, get your money, King. Don't let him hold you hostage, baby. I'm, I'm with I'm, you. I'm man. off for Dallas chaos. I'm with get you. Get your money, King. Don't don't let them get – get your $40 million, get your $50 million. Why not 60 Dak? <laughs> I am all for disarray in that organization. So, uh, yeah, oh, I, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it is definitely great to see. It is. It is. And talk about disarray. Let's switch a little bit and go – we got to talk some Sixers because me and you are. We are, we, are the, <laughs> we, we, we got we we got to get it in. And we are, we are the Sixers truth. We, we are the soothsayers of the Sixers. We're the Sixer Domus. Absolutely. You know, not Domus. We knew. Absolutely. We knew exactly what was happening before it was happening, and we tried to tell our staff. Yep. God tell everybody in this in the, <laughs> in the staff what's going to happen to this team, and every time what do we get? Oh, you gotta let it pan out. You gotta oh, wait. Chemistry, yep. or it was some other excuse. We had, I mean, we had an excuse for every day of the week from, from everybody else. Why um, they can't figure it out? And so, of course, we sat there yep. all season. And I'm about to say something, and it's nothing. It's not even to be like insensitive. I'm just saying it. Take away the corona and everything aspect of it. The NBA stopping was the best thing that happened to the Sixers this year. Obviously, no, you're right. not not wishing Corona or anything else, but no. the NBA just shutting down in structure was the best thing that happened to this season. But does that? that but that? But does that give Brett Brown hope? I hope not. I hope. Uh, I hope he's walking to the guillotine about. figuratively, and like he. I hope they take his name off the door already. Oh, I'm with you. Listen, I'm with you. But my my biggest fear is, you know, part of me says I don't think it's fair for any NBA head coach if the season does not resume. No, we're done. If, Right? If this season does not resume, I think they all come back. Except the Bulls, they really made it known. They they gave the first step by firing their GM, right? So they gave everybody hope to say, okay, it can be done. They they were the first team to say, you know what, we're not gonna let this. this No, we got fired, Brett. We got fired, Brett. We got fired, Brett. Ah, listen, I'm with you. Unlike because it's not to me, that doesn't apply to him. He's not a second year coach, he's not a third year coach. He's been here for for multiple years, we have a big enough resume. We had yes. a big enough. We got a big enough sample size, as as Diaz would say, <laughs> the sample size. Whatever you try to tell us, um, we got a good enough situation to see how Brett Brown coaches with with talent, without talent. 
I, I listen. I agree. We, we've been watching the same thing, you know, day in and day out, year after year. Uh, it's time for it's time for change. And, and the thing is, this is kind of is if you look at it. If the NBA, do you, put it this way, you think the NBA resumes? Do you think it's going to no. resume? I don't think it is. No. I, I I originally thought it would, but I really think the NHL and the NBA are done. I think Major League Baseball will be fine. I think football will be fine, but but the NBA and the NHL I think are done. I don't see them coming back. And this gives you a nice leadway into you know you should be working right now. If, if you're if you're the owners right now, you need to be working right now. Who's going to replace Brett Brown? Brett needs to be fired already. I don't. I want his key card. I want Brett's key card. I don't want him. This is he can't even get in. This is the thing with and this is what DAS keeps saying about uh, Elton Brand. And it, they're two separate entities, which is which is like Elton Brand is a GM. His job is to get talent. Brett's job is to coach the talent. Yep. To figure out how to get it together. And as much as well, Elton Brand's been the GM for now, this will be his second year. He got Jimmy Butler. He traded for Tobias Harris. Even though it wasn't a great trek, he brought in Al Horford. He brought in Josh Richardson. He did his so-called job, which was to get talent. The coach is supposed to enhance the talent. Yes. Did he not get enough? Did he not get shooters? N- no, for the team. But that to me, that's not a fireable offense at all when he's gotten that list of talent. I mean, we had a team with shooters. We saw this. System. We had JJ Redick. Yeah. We had JJ Redick. We had Bellinelli. He was like two, like two of the Bellinelli at the bench shooting that top, that year, and JJ Redick started. We already had shooters. We saw his offense with shooters. Yep. He said, "Oh, we need to surround him with shooters." What the heck? What the heck was the JJ Redick years? Am I you know, and in Bellinelli off the bench, these are, these are good shooters. And we still I lost. I agree. Elton Brand is not tied into the entire almost decade of, of you know, Brett Brown's failure. You're right. And, and, and I think if you sat with Elton Brand and said, hey, Elton, when you signed Al Horford, did you envision him shooting 35 threes a week? No. That's yeah. not that's not the kind of style of play he envisions by bringing Al in here. So that's I, I completely agree with you. Like you're, you, as a head coach, you're supposed to make things work. And, and I've said it again, and I'll say it again. And I know everybody wants to blast you for it, but Phil Jackson made Kobe and Shaq work. And I know mm-hmm. I'm not saying Joel and Ben are Kobe and Shaq. But what I'm saying is they did not know how to play together. They did not like each other. But Phil was that good to say we're going to figure out a way. And we're going to figure out a way to, to make this system work. And that's what he did. And that's what Brett needs to do when he can't do it. Thank you. Because so much of coaching is a mental game. I mean, these people are talented. Yep. Nobody's telling LeBron what to do. Nobody, like you said, nobody's telling Kobe what to do, really. Nope. It's most of coaching outside of, like, you know, obviously what set plays here or there when a game counts is the mental aspect. I remember Steve Kerr talking about how Phil Jackson convinced him to, to buy in for a set, 70-something games. And that was the hardest part of his job. Getting yes. him and Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan and Pippen to actually believe playing the Trash Kings was worth it that night. And so, like, if you can't inspire men, if we're sitting here and Brett Brown's talking about, oh, I want Ben to shoot, and he's not shooting, or I want oh, Joel to go in the paint, but he's not doing it, then you can't you, – you're not the leader. Right. They don't follow you. No. Absolutely. And you brought J.J. Redick, right? You bring up J- – Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about J.J. Redick's podcast. <laughs> Right, let's all bring bring the quotes out, Candace. What all do we right, got? All right. Um, so of course, honestly, we already know JJ's a real Brett Brown stand. Like, yeah. If he, if there was a Brett Brown number one fan page, he'd be running it. And so he says, we're all aware of the criticism of Brett Brown, right? I know, I know. There's a level of, I don't know what the word is, maybe animosity and displeasure 
it's always easy to blame certain people, but I would love to play for Brett again. I don't think that Brett is the problem. If there's a problem, sometimes things don't work. I got a sense that they wanted to get bigger. The Sixers meet, he's talking about. Right. And I also, when they made the moves, Joel stayed at the five, Ben at the one. But then everyone across the board went down a position, right? Al went from five to four, Tobias four to three, Josh three to two. It was sort of inevitable that that's what would happen. They would have an uneven regular season. Okay. Come on. So he's, JJ's pretty much saying the two stars didn't move. Everybody else moves, which, which was why in his, in his logic, they can't flow together. And he was saying there's some animosity maybe because like the, other, the two stars should be moving to different positions or what? This is my thing. Coaching. Yes. Real coaching. None of that matters with a good coach. Nope. This is basketball. This is not football when there's 11 players in the field and if the left tackle doesn't block, the plays dead. Or, you know, like th- this is five guys on a court with talent. So I'm sorry if Tobias, who's played, who's played the three and the four multiple times in different teams. And, and actually some, played the three better. Thank you. For some reason, <laughs> he can't figure it out. Al Horford has played the four before in his career, which yes. he's on. So, so is Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson has been a one, two, and three in his career. Yep. So now it's like, oh, I'm not surprised. It wasn't inevitable that they would have an uneven regular season. Really? Because LeBron and, you know, LeBron is, is fun with AD. Uh, that's his listen, first year. It, it, here's what the, and, that, and that's exactly my point. I, I brought the LeBron AD point up. I'm going to bring even, even a low level it, with Boston. Kemba well, Walker Boston, comes in. Kawhi they don't miss fun. a beat. Right? The, the Toronto. When Toronto, when Kawhi comes into Toronto to win a championship. So we're how the do you only tell people. me you can't make it work? We're the only team that's inserted new talent. Because Mike, you know, loves to say chemistry like this matters. Right. That is not matter. That is, chemistry matters when it's like game 33 and nobody gets exactly. Basketball, you win off talent. You can get three, three good players on a team. It doesn't matter. So, like, every other franchise has inserted new talent on their team. Not one of them has a chemistry, chemistry issue everybody's talking about. Or nope. what is inevitable, uneven regular season. Nobody else has an uneven season that he claims that, that inserted talent. The way we, we started two new players and moved to bias. Yeah. And, For some and, reason, we right, have the, we're, we're the problem. And, and the funny thing is, every time we bring a new player here, and even low-level guys like Bellinelli, somebody has something to say to say they're confused. Like how Jimmy Butler had issues. Al, you know, Al Horford has issues. Coaching. Every single player has an issue. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there has to be some credence to what's going on. And, and, and the, the common staple is going to be Brett Brown. So, we're not going to know until Brett's gone. We need yeah. to get Brett and to move on. Anybody talking about that chemistry or any – dude, they got Carmelo off the couch off sweats eating Cheetos. Right. He came into Portland and was lighting it up. What, Still lighting it up. Was that, was that a chemistry issue? No. Zion Williamson didn't play all year. Come in game one and, and, and click. And the offense closed. But Carmelo us, we got to wait. Playing, playing video games. They had to pause his Fortnite and come out there to play. Exactly. But we got to wait. And that's, that's what's crazy. So he, Brett has to go. Yeah. We've seen, I, I, we've seen the test run. He doesn't exactly. know what he's doing. We've seen enough. We can't defend the pick and roll. Nah. Our transition game is trash. Uh, like it, it's, it's, it's players of opposition. He doesn't – like it's, it's, it's bad. We, and we, we, the, yeah. the regular season win and loss is the receipt for how bad it is. Yeah, you're we were right. going to get swept in the first round. 
Yeah, oh, without we were, a doubt. It was over. <laughs> we knew, yeah, we, we, we knew that was coming, right? We knew that was coming. So, that, and that's the thing. And, and the best part is, I mean, obviously, we're all doing different things. And, you know, thank God for the NFL draft. And, and, and now we talk about basketball. But my thing is, there's a lot, we talked a little earlier. We talked about, like, you say getting off the couch with Mello. A lot of in-home concerts going on, right? You were just mm-hmm. talking about Babyface and Teddy Riley off the yeah. air, right? We, when we look at they're trying to raise money, which is great. And I got bashed for something. And, 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 as always, we kind of stick together. We flow together well. And Mr. Diaz, I think yeah. it was, somebody asked top three voices in music, right? Somebody, and, it was and, Brace. It was Brace. It was Brace. It was Brace. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Brace asked that. And, and people were giving the typical answers. And I, and I kind of want to come a little different because – I, I'm, I'm very cultured when it comes to music, and I love it. And I got killed for saying Kelly Clarkson. So, so my first three, let's just say, Whitney Houston was my number one. Michael is number two, Michael Jackson, obviously. And Kelly Clarkson. And did, I got killed for the Kelly Clarkson thing. Do people just not understand what, what I'm talking about when it comes to music? Maybe, maybe I'm nuts. Listen. First, first, the question itself and structure is your top, your top three. Right. So there's no way it could be wrong. Start there. True. Second that of is all, true. people just miss Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson is, she's completely underrated vocal. I agree. Great vocal talent. She, Kelly Clarkson is better vocals than Adele. This is, these are the facts. Wow. She's better than Adele. That's, That's bold. That's, I like Adele, that. That's bold. Listen, Adele, Adele can't. Adele's a nice singer. <laughs> We've already had multiple like conversations she's a about. Nice singer. Like I said, well, Alicia Keys, nice singers. Adele's a nice singer. She can hold a note. Adele does not have the range of Kelly Clarkson. Adele cannot sing a Kelly Clarkson song the way she, when she goes and does range. Kelly I Clarkson agree. can sing an Adele song with the with the light, hands down. That's the difference. So you want to choose a you you chose a vocally talented person. I don't see the problem. Right, that's what I'm saying. But 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 you thought. So we got it. So I, you, you thought I was going to Alicia Keys, didn't you? You thought I was going to throw the Alicia Keys. If thing you saw, out. if you say Alicia Keys, Keys, I would have blocked you, Tony. <laughs> you did, you, this podcast, this whole thing would have never happened. I would have never return your phone call. You would have said, "Oh, you want to come on and talk to me on on pod?" I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Whose number is this? There's no way. So, so, so I'm gonna put you on the spot here. So, Go for it. if if you had an opportunity to have your own concert, your own Zoom concert in your crib, right? And you mm-hmm. can bring anybody you want. And I you know, and, and they could sing right in front of you, right in that crib. You know, who who would it be? You already know my girl Rihanna. Uh, it's gonna be Rihanna, isn't it? So let, 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 not let, let, about singing. I, I want to hang out with Rihanna. Like, yeah. I'm not saying Rihanna is the best vocal talent of nothing. No. I'm saying if y'all can bring anybody in my I'm gonna have Rihanna come up. All right, so so let's go by mu- music ability because listen, I'd be bringing J Lo in if I was hanging out with somebody. I'll be <laughs> honest, okay? So so let let's just go by music ability, and and, and just to, just her music Vocal talent. talent. Yes. Um, you know, that could be a lot. I know there's a, there's a it's lot. It's a lot. From. It's a lot, and you know, I'm just gonna go old. I'm probably like Tony Braxton or somebody. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's so many good singers. Joe, I mean, there's so many good young singers out here. There's so many trash young singers out uh, here. Like JoJo's a good singer. Like, you know, Tori Kelly's a good singer. You know, that's a, that's a good bunch of singers. Uh, but ideally, like, none of these girls will sing better than Brandy. So, like, what do I care? Wow, sitting up in a room. See, it, it's like the, the perfect segue to that, right? So, yeah. everybody's sitting <laughs> in a room saying, right now. Like, you so, know, that, that, that song was be, you know, before it's time. You know what I mean? 
But she's vocal, you know, like there's so many vocal talents, and I listen to so much, ah. so a lot of music. I listen to all genres of music, so yeah, me you too. know, it'll be nothing. Me too. Uh, without so, so do you, do, do you fall? So we'll, we'll, we'll end with this because, you know, obviously you hear new school versus old school all the time. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, because for me, the, the 90s genre of music to me will be the best era ever, in my opinion. And what I mean by you encapsulate everything, hip hop, R&B, rock, alternative, country, everything in that, that 90s era to me will never be duplicated. So I cannot get into today's hip-hop today's r&b without going back to maybe even creeping into like 2002 three four or five but besides that i mean it, it you know you just i can't listen to into... music tony what's up you just need to listen to more music maybe that's is that what it is yeah see i, I it's there's so many me. good r&b artists out here so i'm just like maybe i just can't get out of my show i can't get just... i can't get past the 90s yeah, you just need to listen to more music. I'm going to see your playlist. You didn't listen to more music. There's no way. The 90s, you know, I understand what you're saying about nostalgia and everything else, but, like, there's so many vocally talented music art- artists out here that are just sitting there like, oh, I'm not going to, no. So so would you say, is there any one genre maybe that I'm missing that, that maybe you could give me the 90s for? Or you're going all, like, I, I mean, I, I guess I could really say, like, hip-hop, in my opinion. When we talk about 90s, to me, I, I, I can't get into Maybe I'm just old soul, man. I just can't get into it. I'm I just old can't. Soul. I got Frank Sinatra and Vinyl in my room right now. But, like, listen. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I don't know. As far as, like, the 90s, listen. I feel like people, people will go nostalgia on you and make things better than they are. In the sense of, really? oh, the rap was better than... Oh, the, the singers are better than them. No, they weren't. Like, there's tremendous vocal talent out here. It's just that you want to go back to your high school dance or the prom or something like that. You want to go back to the days where you're sitting on the stoop playing, playing your boombox or something. So you get the nostalgia flow of it. Nostalgia makes everything better. Do, but you, like, think, do you think maybe it's because of everything's streamed now? So those, you know, you know what I mean? Because like for me, it was like a daily trip to Tower Records, a daily trip to the wall to to, to get that. Yeah, that's CD, talking about right? nostalgia and capitalism and everything. Like, are we, like, are we sitting here like you talking about the nineties and everything else? Like, the R and B singer, her, like, she could be vocal. She's vocally talented enough. She would have been playing in the nineties. Like, there's no, we're not acting like there's no talent out here in the nineties. No. Yeah, like they're equivalent. They're equivalent vocally talented maybe even more vocally talented people out here right now it's just that people want to go back to like i used to walk to the store i had my latest bag of chips and <laughs> the water hoses playing in the background and like that's that was a real that was a real summer back in playing summertime with, with you know will uh, smith, will smith at, at, the, at the you know come on at the pavilion calm down <laughs> <laughs> hey listen that's a, Listen. That's a, dude, everybody wants to do a nostalgia tour, but this is really like there's that's tremendously great R&B talent, great hip hop talent. If you look for it, you just gotta look for it. Yeah, I guess that's I. Well, you know what? This this might be the most we talk about or hear music in the next year because I don't know if concerts are going to be happening anytime soon. Rihanna um, did drop her album though. Ah, man, let me tell you something. Rihanna, uh, yeah, she's she's in the world of her own. You know that. Shout out. <laughs> i love it i love it so let, let let's end on a, on a question so if it, you know take the crystal ball here and you know put in your psyche and if you had to say right now and i know we're three four days away 
right now, Eagles on the clock. What will they get and what will happen? What 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 what's your premonition? From the Eagles standpoint, yes. not from what I want them to do. Right right from right from the Eagles standpoint. I want your premonition. I want to give your your Phoebe charmed moment right now. You you could see the future. What 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 what's well, we, gonna we, happen? We do this all the time. We do this all the time with the Sixers, so let's just do it now. Exactly. Um we're trading up. We're trading up. We're getting land. Wow, I like that. That comes and I'm true. Not even that, not, I'm not even saying that because I want it. Because I really think San Fran with their multiple picks, they don't need to sit there. That's true. And they can, they can move down easily. I think Howie knows he can't fuck it up, mess it up <laughs> again. The Shelton Gibsons, the, the you know, J.J. Arcega oh. White Sox, we just can't do it anymore. Has, there's only two can't-miss receivers in this draft. From the 49ers standpoint, do they need to get receivers? Yeah, but like, they got Debo Samuel. They can sit to go to Rod 21. They can still take any – they can take Jefferson at 21. They're, they, they're fine. You're I think right. what it would cost to move to 21 to 13 is not that deep. I think Howie knows he has to do it. You I don't like pay it. your quarterback over $100 million and say, I'm going to give you Greg Ward. Because two years from now, Deshaun's contract is right. up a year from now. Alshon Jeffrey's done two years from now. Next year, the only return receivers, return receivers are Greg Ward and – our single white side. You're right. And, and listen, we, 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 could be headed, we could be headed for a contract situation with Zach Ertz. So, you know, you're, you're, you're I mean, technically – We in it already. Right? What's that? We already in it, man. Oh, I, I, listen. He already, I, turned out, he already turned down two offers, so we in it. Uh, Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Top eight. Tell you that. <laughs> that's all you got to know, right? That's all so that's you got to know. That's what we are. He, how he has to get done, he knows he has to get done. It's not about the fan base wanting it. This is not Ricky, Ricky Williams or McNabb here. Like, he knows he needs to get – his quarterback, a Maserati. I like it. A Maserati. I like we it. Can't, we, we ain't, the Corolla is done. We done with the Toyota Corolla. <laughs> we need a Maserati. Well, Bring well, me a Maserati. I think they're going to trade back. I, I, I don't think they're trading up. I think they're trading back. They're not going to sit 21. We'll I think they're going to trade back to like 28 or 29. And I'm telling you, 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 who was, you said what? your brother? You said your brother? Yeah, the yeah, Michigan boys? Michigan your bro- well, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you. He's going to be in love because I, I'm telling you, they are gushing silently in the background over Cesar Ruiz, and I think that's who they're going to target. I'm telling you. I I'm telling my blood pressure. My, 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 Apple, my Apple Watch is telling me. My pulse is up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, he's not, and not, real quick, it's not about talent with that. There's a drop-off to me if you do that. I agree. Like, you're looking at a dense pool at corner, definitely at receiver, definitely in an open zone. If you move back, like – there's a reason why people go in the beginning of the drafts. And we, we can't – we need one right now starter. We, I, I'm tired. Like, I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm tired. We can't I'm be sitting here. I, oh, I like, agree. Like, let's move back. Like, we can't be treading water right now. We are going to – I'm telling you, people are going to go nuts. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, it is going to happen. And people well, you know what? Nuts. I'm going to get alcohol poisoning in, in the afterlife. I'm, I'm going to die and keep drinking. <laughs> I love it. I love okay. it. I love it. Well, you know, I don't want to get you too upset and too too excited, but I I really think that's going to happen. But listen, man, this has been great. Always, this was a, we went like forty five minutes before, and it just kind of flowed, which is yeah. remarkable. We got to get everybody sensible uh, people, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and we started it. Now we need everybody else to pick up the slack. Which oh, yeah. I kind of think. It'll be me and you again at number Get the two. chemistry going because you, you, can't add, you can't add new talent all the time and it always works out like, like the Sixers, you know? Like, I was just going to say that. Exactly. But, you know, 
We just did it. No test run. We did exactly. it. Exactly. We, we showed we're, up right around the way. We're like our own last dance. We, we, we're doing <laughs> our own last dance episode right here. So, but uh, for for everybody listening again, Candace, tell them where to find you. Um, I'm on Twitter, Candace R McLean, C A N D I S R McLean, M C L E A N. I'm around. Tony, it's been a pleasure having me on your show. Uh, hey, hey, this is our show. This yes, is our, our show. show. Yeah. It's our show. I'm just kind of trying and, to head it off know, a little bit. Get us on the right direction. I'm on here. PI doing social culture some in some sports. Let you guys all know what's going on in Philly, happening around the city. And I'll see the leader of the City Lamb fan club. <laughs> well, I hope for Tony Jigsaw Consilla at Ticket Soldier 23. I hope Candace gets what she wants. And I hope Please. we all get what we want. But I just don't think that's going to happen. We shall see. Well, that's Follow why, us, right? That's why the, the wine and spirits are back open, so. Yeah, we're, we're you're right. Curbside pickup starting curbside tomorrow. Curbside pickup to, to two, 2 p.m. every day through Saturday, Monday six through bo- Saturday. Six bottle limit. Six bottle limit. Yeah. So listen, I'm I'm good either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my pain or I'm gonna drink a celebration. Well, either, either way. way, either way, Candace is gonna get it on, right? Either way. Yep. So I like it. I like it. Follow us at Fox Sports the Gambler. Follow us at PhillyInfluencers.com. Everywhere you get your podcast and at our anchor page, which this will be posted to later. So Candace, you have a great night. And uh, we we will talk again at the end of the week. Yes, we will.